Supercoach Professionals podcast for 2018, or although with that music it might be 2118, I'm not too sure, Ryan and Mess <laughs> joining me, mate, the new song, it might take a little bit to get to get used to, but uh, yeah. I don't know, it's nice for a change. Look, you said you said the 70s, the 70s disco music is gone, <laughs> it's been replaced by the 80s porn. <laughs> we just, we can't get away from it. <laughs> Look, like, it's, it, it's, it's a trademark. It's a, it's a, it is. It's a trademark. We're gonna. I'll tell you. We're gonna have feedback on this. I guarantee you, we'll get more feedback on that theme song than on anything else we're gonna talk about tonight. Anyway, this is Supercoach uh, Professionals podcast. Look, a little bit of a change format from prior years. Ryan MS um, with us this week. We're gonna switch things up, play things around a bit. Um, got a lot of information coming on the app this year so we're really just trying to um, free up everyone's time get them focused on recaps the dominator's a new thing you know hopefully you've already listened to our first podcast recorded just earlier today but we're kind of you know releasing them a time to release so perhaps you listened to that a day or two ago and now you're getting around you know episode two back to back it's not a bad thing um and so we've already told you about the Dominator, and, and that's one addition to the app. It's all flowing right now. We're getting really close to the, to the start of the season, a lot of information um, to, to go through. So you, know, you may as well get straight into it. And, and certainly um, with these trials now, uh, on this week, it's going to be a big deal. No Auckland Nines this year, Ryan. We loved the Nines from a point of view of getting these young guys out there and... and, and the type of attacking football that it promoted, it really was a great way to see some of these guys, the Josh Addo Cars, the Bevan Frenches, um, in action and, and sort of say, well, you know, you and eight, can on Jack Bird prior, you know, oh, these guys can play, you know, let's, let's watch them a bit closer. We don't get that this year. So these trials are going to be a big deal. Yeah, that's right. And look, the good thing is that um, from what I can see, uh, most of the clubs are um, streaming their their trials, yeah. So, so we, whichever home home team is generally doing the stream. Um, I know for the Tigers and the Cowboys, uh, the Cowboys uh, will be streaming their that game on their on their website. So, um, yeah, that kind of thing. It, it's changing, <laughs> you know, as technology changes. Uh, you know, so so too does the league, and, and I think it's a good thing. Um, People will be able to get a bit bit more of a handle on um, who's going to be playing where and who's at least um, you know in the periphery um, for the clubs. And we'll go through um, the teams that have already been named. Not all of them have been named. Some of them have just named squads. So we'll do the best we can for you. But we might go straight to the um, four in-depth clubs we're going to look at um, for today's show uh, first, just because. Yeah, some of these teams are playing on the weekend, so we can sort of cover a couple of them off while we do um, the in-depth. And we'll start with the Eels. Um, we mentioned it a bit in episode one. We think Jared Haynes is going to play fullback. Obviously, Gutherson comes back at some point. Things could change. Bevan French has been tipped to be there, named there in the early rounds. I'd say more likely it's Hayne. 
Um, Takarangi's been tipped to play in the back row, um, which would mean Maroa moves to the middle third, which we'd already kind of seen happening a little bit, but then where does Kenny Edwards sit? I still think with these injuries at the moment, um, maybe Takarangi stays out in the centres. He doesn't have Rad Raja outside him this year. He obviously late in the year moved, um, last year moved um, back to his favourite left centre and Jennings moved to right centre. Unless somehow, you know, French switches over, then we could see a Takarangi-French combo. That'd be interesting, but otherwise it's hard to see too much from Parramatta. Um, out in their outside backs going crazy with no Rad Raja. But I've got to say, Ryan, as much as I'm not sure about the exact guy, certainly in the back line, who's going to post these big points, their squad looks really strong. To me, they're up there with the Cowboys, and obviously the Storm are still there, but they've lost Kronk as favourites. I really do think Parramatta are a great chance of going all the way this year, which means... They're going to get some good wins, which means that some of these players are going to outperform their price. The question is, I guess, which ones? Yeah, exactly right. Look, I, I think the Eagles are, yeah, you know, they're looking pretty good. They're pretty strong, um, you know, top to bottom. It's guys like, it, it's hard because you have guys like, uh, for example, Mao. Um He's sitting at 457, and that's a very decent price. And this is a guy who plays a lot of minutes. Mm. But then he was thinking, down last year on what he usually outputs. He was, yeah, you know. But so then you think he come does back. Kenny Edwards this year mm. get a bit more game time? Has he has Brad Arthur smacked him with a newspaper enough to get the dumb errors out? <laughs> and does he? And, and you know, and does he become because he could become like a dominant? player in that in that side um with with his size and his uh you know his skill um it's it's very tough um to pick where those points are going to come from the eels as you said uh because they do have quite a balanced team across the board i really like nathan brown again i just think that what he did last year i think he's a must own he's under six hundred thousand, so i mean it's a no-brainer for what he'll give you each week, just lock in those, you know, 60-plus scores. The guy that, and and, and um, looking at some of the stats, looking at the new prices, Daniel Alvaro had such a magnificent finish to last season, and it was no coincidence when he went off early in that game injured against the Cowboys and they ended up losing that game they were expected to win and got knocked out. That's no coincidence. Alvaro wasn't there. So for mine, he gets the start most likely this year and he could become the, their premier prop. And at that price, you know, I think he's, what, 400000 or just over, tick over, four hundred six. So to me, um, I've, I figure you just got to get Avara in there because he could end up, you know, making you 100000 150000 Yep. Look, uh, I, I can't disagree with that. Um Manor um, didn't play a, a whole heap of minutes. He's getting less and less year. minutes, isn't he? Yeah, and and yeah. it's going to be less this year as well. So, um, look, every, everything looks to be falling that way. Kane Evans comes to the club, but we're not even sure he's going to be fit for round one. He's never been a big minutes guy anyway. Maybe he, you know, takes that role along with guys like Varve and both Scott's getting on. Like, there's guys there that are going to play medium minutes or smaller minutes. 
and Alvaro, unless Moroa becomes a, a permanent fixture in the middle third and there's no injuries, Alvaro should get 50 minutes. And that should be enough for him to put up um, points well above his current price. Uh, Newcastle, um, a lot of changes, obviously. A lot of people talking him up, Nathan Brown, etc., etc. It is very, very rare you see a club in any team sport like rugby league um, be able to, to just click their fingers and, and make it happen um, from round one. Ryan, I mean, am I, am, am I crazy? I just don't see the Knights um, on the field, or at least on the competition table, making a big step this year. Yes, hopefully off the field the cohesion starts forming for 2019, but it's still risky. Maybe a Fitzgibbon, you know, um, he had a, such a good year last year. Maybe you're looking at hitting on him again. There's some younger guys like Tyrone Amy perhaps, you know reasonably priced but yeah look you, know. I, I, you are right in the in the fact that you know it's not click your fingers and you know instantly they're going to be amazing but they're certainly going to be better um it just depends on that yeah that gelling factor uh which is it's kind of un, um you can't really quantify that it, it just happens or it doesn't and it's you know it, it's a mixture of a lot of things um fitzgibbon i think is a good call. Um, he's expensive at five eleven, mm. but not not overly. I, I think he's quite fair at that price. Um, and we've got guy, him in the lineup, but a lot of other people out there are saying he's not going to be there. You know that he's not going to get the selections um, in the starting thirteen, and he's going to be coming perhaps even outside of the seventeen, like in the twenty-one, and have to force his way in. So. You know, there's no guarantees, and at that price, that's tough, tough risk. No, that that's true. Um, I mean, obviously, you'd be waiting. You'd be you'd be waiting to see if he's in the team if you'd grab him in there because he's not exactly a uh, you know he's not your first pick guy. Mm-hmm. Um, the other guy who who's an option um, to have a look at is Daniel Saifidi as well. Um, look, I think he had a pretty good season last year. He was starting to put up some consistent points, um, and he's only four hundred. Four hundred and fifty, mm. sorry, four hundred point five, um, and that that I think that's a that's another fair price to have a look at if you need that, you know, mid range. And look, four hundred is the mid range now, is the mid range price. Um, so yeah. it could possibly and, be another guy. And to, again, to it's a look at. It's all on the Nathan Brown factor. We've said it for a couple of years now. You know, we're not sure which way is going to go, and you know. <laughs> We just can't say for sure will he get enough minutes with SASA going there, Hines and going there. I mean, Lily Hines and probably won't play many minutes. Lilliman's there, Guerra is there. There's a lot of guys there. Yeah. Where's Bruno going to play? A lot of guys take minutes, isn't there? I mean, this is this was our t- this, this was the, the toughest one to sort of try to predict the starting seventeen out of all the sixteen clubs, you know. Um, and it has been for a while now. And even with all these new players, it's very hard to see. Did they go Watson in the halves? Some people are thinking maybe Ponga isn't going to start because Watson will play fullback. You know, yeah, I can't look, see that. Um, no, but, I can't see that either. Look, I, I think number one, number two, and number seven are your only, your only certain mm. things. Yeah, and I think Barnett at 13, I think he's a good player. But of course, Bu- yeah. Bura could could play hooker and Levi could miss out or Levi altogether or Levi could play hooker. Watson can fill in there, so Bura could easily start at nine with Watson and there's just no room for Levi. 
yeah, it, it, they have a lot of options there, um, but they've got to get that combination right. Yeah, we'll, we'll watch them a bit closer as as the weeks and we get we get right down to the nitty gritty and see if there are a couple of guys uh, worth having or whether they're just all avoids. Let's move on to the Panthers, and um, this is another team that's gone through a lot of off season upheaval. Bryce Cartwright moving. There's rumours of Tyrone Peachy going on. Uh, moving on, whether it's this year or next year. Look, we talked about last week how DWZ's probably not going to be right for round one, and we've got these young guys um, potentially going to going to play. Um, and we'll, we may as well look. I know we're going to do this, um, the Panthers-Roosters game. So we're going to look at all the trial games. Now, the Roosters haven't named a team yet, but Panthers have. They've gone Edwards. At fullback, which we expect, Peachy's in the centres with Dean Farray, so or no Walker Blake at the moment. Um, Christian Crichton and Mikey Sivo are the wingers, so they're two guys not even on the Supercoach players list at the moment. But if one of those shines on Saturday night and gets another go, definitely we've got to be look, looking at that as chucking you know a bottom bottom price cheapy um, into your twenty five. Um, Maloney and Cleary has to be expected. Tim Brown gets the prop role there with James Tamau. Um I think Sam McKendry's back from injury. You know, Viliame Kikau, he had a good uh, World Cup. Um, so there's some guys there, I guess, for, for Penrith that we're, we're going to have to keep an eye on. Someone, they've got a great junior base. Some of these guys, we saw Harawira Naira, who's really fighting. He probably won't make round one with an injury of his own. Um, so there's some other guys there that could could get a run, Ryan, and, and could do something with it. Yeah, the thing is they have a host of guys that can do that. Um, like it's just a, like a whole box of players that you could just go, yeah, you know, this guy's going to do it. No, this guy's, no, this guy, no, this guy. Um, and the thing is it's a tough one to pick. Um, Kikau, I, I think, is probably up the top of that list um, mm. due to what he did last year. He didn't get a lot of minutes, but when he was on the field, he was pretty explosive. Um, and so how think, he was for Fiji, you know? Oh, yeah, exactly right. Let's not forget that. Um, so, you know, he's, in, he's another year older, um, you know, more experience, and so they know what to expect coming up um, and that sort of thing. It's... Uh, yeah, they have a lot of those players that are just at that kind of level, so perhaps they're looking for someone to, you know, to take that next step and, you know, the trials and perhaps even into the first few rounds are gonna, is going to be that testing ground for them. Um, look, I, I think the Panthers team is is certainly not bad despite the fact that they've lost Moylan but they've gained Maloney. It's yeah, it's hardly a uh, hardly a poor substitute. Um, you know, the, the question is off the, the field. You know how that's all. What's going on out there? You know, there's so many yeah. rumours <laughs> and innuendo. Phil Gould, you know, Anthony Griffin. Are they going to be able to put all that aside? You know, we talk about Manly and, and how they and the Bulldogs and teams like the clubs like that are able to somehow use this siege mentality to their advantage. Are Penrith going to be able to do that or will, will it crush them? Because that's really where you're at this season. They're either going to come out firing or they're going to come second last. Yeah. 
Uh, I no, really no. think there's no in between for them. It really is second and third, or second or third last. Yeah, look, as Gordon Tallis said, said you know, at least a thousand times last season um, that he reckons you can't yell at the uh, modern players because they go to pieces. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, uh, Griffin doesn't seem to be a guy who is particularly angry, but but I dare say he'd be telling guys if they if they weren't pulling their weight what to do. Um, and so he's an old he's an old school. Yeah, he's an old coach. school coach, and so maybe that was the that's some of the issues with um, people um, wanting wanting to go or being shown the door. Uh, depending on your your perspective, well, it'll be interesting to see how Garth Brennan goes because he's you know the so-called new school. There he goes now that they, they're they're going to finally let some of these younger coaches, these newer, I guess age coach. I mean, well, what do we call them? But these are guys that are more player friendly coaches, coming from a more modern era. And it'll be interesting to see how he goes. I'll be interested to see how Anthony Seabold goes at South. So some of these guys who essentially are, are no names on the coaching radar. So if they turn around their clubs, then it's going to really put the pressure on all the old school coaches to say, well, is this way working? It's not working. Yeah, absolutely. You know? It's going to be, um, unless, you're get, unless you're up near the top of the ladder, you're, you're under scrutiny, full stop. And, yeah. and I know that's the, same, that's the same with every season, but, um, yeah, it, it might be a little bit more... Um, a little bit more looked at um, in terms of in terms of style as opposed to just straight out result as well. Yeah, uh, the Rabbitohs. Um, I should mention just finally with with Penrith. Is there anyone that you're getting in there? I know Dylan Edwards had a good year last year, but his price now is quite high. Um, so you know we talked about Cleary a little bit in the last show, um, and I guess Trent Merrin, a guy who didn't really get the minutes, but certainly points per minute. You know he's up there. Yeah. Look, I I had a Good look at the Panthers, and I came up with um, Fisher Harris. Um, he gets that role. Dual, he, yeah, look, he's dual yeah. position, um, and he's only two fifty eight. Look, he's not going to get a lot of minutes, but with well, the prices, will the way he? Or will he? Season, because because okay, two years ago he was the gun playing yep. on the edge, and then Howard Naira took his role. Now Howard Naira is out injured; he's due to be back at some point. But we see with these type of injuries, they can linger. If yes. Fisher Harris gets the head start, he's in at right edge playing 80 minutes. That's right, and he's 258. That's the thing that kind of draw my, drew my eye. No, <laughs> I, I agree. I think yeah. if you, you're trying to save some money, um, he might be worth a punt. Um, probably worth it. He, look, I think he is, and if he does play minutes, he's going to, and he doesn't, you know, dominate, you know, point wise, he's still going to make you a little bit of cash until, you know, one of the. You know, one of the more well-known guys comes back. Kickow's been yeah. named in the back row, not Fisher Harris is on the bench. Maybe Fisher Harris' time has passed to play on an edge. Maybe Griffin's not looking at him at that. Maybe he's bulked up. We'll know more after this Saturday. Yeah. Um, but for now, I, I still I'm still keeping an eye on that situation. Okay, Souths. So the, they've had a few changes. I think Dane Gagai coming to the club is going to be an interesting one. I think Jacob Gagan is going to be a guy worth watching as well. Um, on the wing, potentially, depending how they go, will Greg Inglis play in the centres? We've got another Jared Haynes situation happening here. Alex Johnston. I think as far as I know, I listened to the Big Sports Breakfast this morning um, and Inglis is 
certainly going to play in the centres, at least at yes. the start of the year. Well, there you go. Oh, I mean, everything I was reading was Inglis to play fullback, but I just didn't buy it. And I've no. got Johnston there in our little... Um, and I think you're right. I think Greg, Greg Inglis' time at fullback's finished. He's, he's, he's just reached the age where you need to preserve him a little bit, and fullback does a lot of running, a lot of work these days yep. um, under the, the modern you know, game. And, and Alex Johnston wowed the end of last year there. So why, why chase him? He's not broke. And then have a guy like Inglis sitting in the centres who's yeah. going to you know, be going up against some guys who are just starting their career. And, and Dane and Gagai... You, you try and stop Inglis from 10 yeah. metres out. And Dane Gagai, <laughs> I mean, he'll probably play in the centres, but maybe not. Maybe he can go on a wing because he was that good for Queensland on the wing. And these days, those wingers, you look at the likes of David Nofalumi from the Tigers, like it's, it's become its own specialist role, perhaps more important than a centre. You know, if you're saying, well, Gagai can play both roles, you probably want him on the wing. And when we get to the Sharks... We're going to have this discussion about Valentine Holmes too because you may, you may rather have him on the wing too, the way he returns to the football. Yep. <laughs> um, we've got to talk about Sam Burgess because he's moving to the edge, maybe to preserve him a little bit too, I guess. Angus Crichton's going to be on an edge, we would assume, although he has signed with the Roosters for 2019. Will there be a backlash? Will he get the same minutes? Well, look, I, I don't think he'll get the same minutes. Um but what I do think is that Murray will take up a lot of those yeah. minutes. Yeah. He's because he's basically own. Crichton Mark II. Yeah. He's a must-own. The yep. way he came into the team late last year, the only disappointing thing about it is that it's up to his cost. <laughs> um, because it would be great if you could get him just for nothing, you know, next to nothing. Because he is yep. a guy that could go bananas. He's that real... The, the work ethic's amazing. Yep. And look, three ninety four is is still a pretty good price. Oh, I know that. Got yeah, to, got to look, he's you know could have been a bit cheaper, but the thing is, he's shown what he can do, and um, yeah, he's not going to get less minutes. Get him in, <laughs> get him in there for sure. Yep. Um, any other guys there? Dame, uh, people are going to ask us about Damien Cook. In fact, um, we may as well do our first tweet for this round now, even though we'll do the rest at the end of the show, under the radar asking, is Damien Cook going to be the sole hooker? What's the update with Farrah? Um, because it does look like Cook's got the got the job as far as we are, are aware. I don't really know where Farrah sits there at the moment. No, that's right. Look, I, I can't see them carrying both on no. the bench um, because Farrah is an out-and-out hooker he, and he's coming to, the, I think this is his last year, um, at least in the NRL, and um, uh, he's not going to play that roving smaller second rower like Cook did last season um, when they were both on the field. Yeah, that's not uh, going to happen with the Yeah, that's not going to happen with him because because all his age and his size, uh, for example. Um, unless they're thinking of going with one less, one less smaller forward, um, then I, I think Cook probably has it, but... You never know. Look, you're not going to know because Seabold is um, brand new coach. Yeah, and you're not sure on he's, his philosophy on that he, kind of thing. He's named almost a reserve grade team um, this round for the game against Wigan. Um, yep. But Farrah and Cook are both playing. Farrah's going to play halfback, so 
we're not really yep. getting a lot of clues there. Johnston's playing fullback, but again, with no Inglis and no Gagai, we're not getting a lot of clues there either. Um, and yeah, everyone else is pretty much missing. And George Burgess still can't find the starting 13. <laughs> no, exactly. He's six pair of hands to catch the ball. That's yeah, right. So that's not a great point. sign for him. But yes, it's uh, not related to, to the super coach. Um, well, we may as well now talk about these games. We start with the Rabbitohs game and against Wigan, and we're not going to get a lot out of this. Adam Duahay, I probably pronounced that wrong. Duahay, um, young half. It's going to be worth watching to see what he does, I think, because, you know, again, with no nines, we've got to try to look to these sort of games to see if some of these young guys might show something down the road for us. If if there's an injury in the halves, long-term injury to Souths, uh, and suddenly, you know, this young bloke's getting a go, we want to see what he can do in advance because we don't want to rush in every single cheapie that, that uh, <laughs> pops up during the season. We'd run out of trades pretty fast. Um, so that's going to be an interesting one, I think, in that Rabbitohs game. And some of the forwards, well, we're probably not looking there at the moment. Fuamoano in the back row with Brent. I, I don't know if there's a lot there. Connor Tracy, you know, you already mentioned Murray. Well, he's not playing in this game, but to me, he's the one to, to target. Um, Storm v. the Rhinos, another one of those challenge games. This, is, I guess, is the big one. And the Storm have named, yeah, we're, we're getting a good clue with Melbourne because they're naming their actual team. I mean, this is a big deal, obviously, the World Club Challenge. So yeah. Curtis Scott's got the got the role in the centres um, with Chase Blair, obviously, you know, from everything I understand, he's fit but not named. Um, Tim Glasby gets the prop role over Nelson Asofa Solomano is on the bench, although, you know, maybe... Um, Bellamy switches around last minute. And Christian Welsh, back from a knee injury, he'll get number 17 ahead of the likes of Joe Stimson or Tui Kamakamika. Um, there's no Jordan McLean. There's no... Um, this year, obviously, there is pa- Patrick Kafusi, uh, but he hasn't been named anywhere in the 21 in this one. And Brodie Croft, which we expected, is halfback. So, yeah, not a lot of clues there. Brandon Smith's named on the bench. Does that mean less minutes for Cameron Smith? Perhaps moving forward this year, uh, Ryan. Yeah, look, I, I can't see that happening. Um, <laughs> but Brandon Smith is is quite clearly a great, uh, great young player, um, and he's done the job uh, in in seasons past. And maybe they're just starting to bring him on, going that well. Cameron's starting to come towards the end of his career because um, I can't see. Um, Cameron Smith going to another club um, like Kronk has. Um, so I think, yeah, however long Cameron Smith wants to play, he's going to stay at the Storm. Um, so Brandon Smith may be being groomed for that kind of role. Mm. Um, look, as a, they've named a team that you pretty much would expect. Mm. Uh, Ryan they've Hoffman, even named Cameron, Cameron Munster, despite the <laughs> uh, alleged issues that's yes. happening there. Um, so obviously, you know, things can't be all bad. Um, some of these other games we don't have all the teams yet so you know, Warriors have named just a squad um, the Dragons haven't named a team for their game against Hull uh, the Dogs we talked about in the last episode um, in, a couple of interesting things there Lachlan Burr obviously um, Opawati in the centres as is to be expected Fatala Mariner beating Adam Elliott and Greg Eastwood for the back row Danny Fuwalala getting 13 because um, Clemmer's not playing but 
Yeah, we know that that will change. The Raiders only naming a squad. Carvey and Havili are both in it. Yeah, we're not really going to learn a lot until we see them run out. Um, Roosters haven't named a, a team yet. The Shark, neither of the Sharks and the Eagles. We've already talked about Penrith and the Rabbitohs. And finally, um, Broncos. And I know we did talk about this in the last episode. Isako at fullback, Pearson on the wing, Opacic in the centres. So there's some guys there to watch. Uh, Milford's not going to play, so Sam Scarlett gets the number six, but you know he's probably still low down on the pecking order. Pangai Jr., I know we did talk about him. He has been named at lock with a lot of the big guns not playing. So whether that's a sign to get more minutes, um, yeah, that's something to look at. And obviously we'll be enjoying to watch David Fafito, who's named at 17, because he's, he's a guy with a lot of... Um, it looks like the goods, you know, very young player. And so he could easily come into your 25 somewhere there. And the Cowboys-Tigers game, well, the Tigers have just named a squad. And they've named everyone except for Benji Marshall, I think. Um, so we're not really going to know much about that until they run out against North Queensland on um, later on Saturday night up at Cairns, that game is. So, again, not a lot to get from that. The Cowboys naming a side with Thurston back, but... Um, Morgan not playing. Ben Hampton's going to play fullback. I think you've got the likes of Javid Bowen in the centres, Enari Tuala and Gillian Gillamosby on the wings. Look, it's going to be interesting to watch these guys. Tamaria Martin's going to play 5-8. Um, we talked Scott's about, back as well. Yeah, Scott's back. And there's no Gavin Cooper. So Cohen Hess is going to play, I assume, on the left edge unless Ethan Lowe moves over there. Asiata's going to play lock. No Tamalalo. So... I think it's going to be an interesting game to see how they go, and we're really going to have to watch the Tigers with interest because some of those players, and we'll get to West Tigers in two weeks' time, I think, when we do their in-depth one. I think they're going to, you know, that what we see in the lead-up to the start of the season could have an impact as well um, yep. with a couple of those cheaper guys. Alex Twall, I think, what a what a World Cup he had. I think he's going to be a yeah. guy to keep a close eye on. Let's move on to the tweets now, and. Um, Going to start with Grant H. Here's a doozy. Has any player changed circumstances enough to take from mid-pricer to be worth it? Every year I get burnt. And uh, we said that earlier, didn't we? It was at episode one. I can't remember in this doubleheader which episode it was. But we said, look, every when things change, it's usually a bad sign. Anyway, Grant says, currently thinking Taukiaho, Moses, Luttrell, Graham, Murray, Watson, Evans... Lodge, Latu, Cartwright. Am I mid-pricing to death or okay? Right, I think my views on the mid-pricing is fairly clear um, so far. I'm not a big fan of it. I probably won't be going to it, but maybe there is a room for a few. What's your take on it? Yeah, look, of that list that he's mentioned, I I like a few of those guys. Um, But I think you've got to, I think for one of a better term is umbrella it a little bit. So you know, you have you down, then you have you up, then you're down, then you're up, that kind of thing. Um, because guys like yeah. Watson, like, they're clearly going to do well, but you don't know how well. But guys like Murray, you know what they can do, and you, they're with the same team as they were last year with a new coach, so they're going to be a bit more invigorated. They're probably going to get more game time, so he's going to probably be up. Um, Cartwright at the Titans, you just don't know what's going to happen there because, once again... It's a new player at a new club, and the new club has a new coach. Yeah. <laughs> Cart, so Cartwright's the one that stands out, though. Yeah. Because of his upside. 
yeah, look, his upside is John Orse, and um, if the Titans decide that, well, we're going to play a bit more um, expansive and, and attacking, mm. then all of a sudden Cartwright becomes a pretty good commodity. It's just so cheap. I mean, it's going to be hard. I can't see anyone leaving him out. Would you, why no, would you it, leave him it, out? It I mean, difficult to ignore. It's just easy to just throw him on your bench. Just see what happens. He's not really... Is he going to go backwards from 260? He's not going to go backwards. Can't imagine that's going to happen. So, you know... He's just he an absolute shocker. Yeah. Get him in and hope for the best, but no matter what, I mean, it's everyone's going to own him. You can either play or just sit on your bench and see what happens. Tomorrow, to I think Murray, you know, I, I, we're in total agreement. I just think he's a guy that's going to really um, step it up this year and, and yeah, it'll just be money for jam. Cartwright just on his upside alone is worth a pump. And then you probably probably third in line in that grouping that he's put is Matt Lodge. I'm not a fan. I mean I was you know, as a West Tigers supporter and the whole thing and the thing in the States. He's not in my team right now. I'm not saying he's definitely not going to be in my starting twenty five come opening day kickoff, but for now it and it's purely it's not it's not football related because No, but it's not skill that's it's, no, but it's opportunity. Demanding that he that he jumps in the team either, and his so price is very cheap. cheap. Yeah. So I think unless you've got an issue with other things and you're just like, you know what, I'm not doing it. I think he's got to be in there. Yep. And that's that's up to you. I mean, that happens. You know, I play NFL. There's worse things, even worse things than what Matt Lodge has done, and they still come uh, back and play. And then you make the decision: Am I going to pick him up in fantasy or not? And you know, it's a different game. If you're, yeah, if you're trying to. I'm trying to pick on moral quandaries in that team of about two people. <laughs> All right. But they're the three I like out of that list. I, I'm probably not really looking at anyone else. I just don't know if Connor Watson's going to get the um, get the minutes. I don't know what's going to happen there. I just don't trust Nathan Brown. He, he may, there's nothing obvious there. Assumption of rational coaching doesn't apply to him anyway. Um, no. you know. I mean, he's got free reign too, so that's yeah. the thing. And they've got a, they do have good depth for once. So yep. you know, like it's just as easy if he decides, you know, what Watson Brock Lamb's playing better, Watson might barely see the field, if at all. He might not even be in the seventeen and then you're stuck with this guy. Yeah, look, I'm sure he'll be there, but the thing is you just don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> Gav asks, he asks Ponger or Watson. Um, um that's a nice Ponger. Move on, yeah, I think so too, and and um, also he's apparently going to kick goals as well, so that's the other option. There you go. And from his perspective, I guess he's asking Rapana or Tommy T. I've snuck them both in my team. I don't know how what you're thinking, but um, to mine the so Raiders, great start. We we talked about that in the, about yeah. the dominator, didn't we? In the last yeah. episode, look, if I had to pick out of those two, I'd pick Tommy T for consistency, because um, Rapana relies a little bit on how well the Raiders are going. But yeah, I just think you've got to have them both. <laughs> Rapana outscores the next best centre and winger just on looking back at from the past by so much that you're just giving away points to your opponents. And if you're any overall, like you're not going to get them back. Yeah, you absolutely. know. So you just you just got to find a way to get them both in there. I think. Yep. And the, the last one, and look, we're going to have to defer this one because we don't really know the the full answer, but we'll try to find out for next week for you. NRL Junkie asked, any idea of how the new price increase will affect price gains and drops? Will it be more, will it, will it be 
a greater drop, I guess, is what he's asking, or increase. I doubt it. I'd say with that minimum price going up, it kind of just levels it back out. But we're just yeah. paying more for everyone, essentially. But, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do some more research and ask a few guys a few questions and see what we can find out for you. CPI increase. <laughs> That's what it is. Everyone goes up, and then the next thing you know, you go to the supermarket and everything's twice as much because everyone's just got a pay rise, so it really doesn't matter. <laughs> just like real life, eh? Super just catch. like real life, indeed. All right, well done, Ryan MS. A double header. It really pulled the massive effort to kick off the season. <laughs> and um, look, might talk to you next week. Might be a couple of weeks' time. Like I said, we're doing things a little bit different this year, but there'll be plenty of your stuff on the app with the recaps and whatnot, anyway. So you'll, you know, get the app and you'll you'll hear hear plenty from Ryan regardless but thank you mate we'll talk to you again soon no worries at all and I'm Paulie G Paul Grisadka make sure you go to the website www.supercoachpros.com follow uh, links there if you're you're wondering about how the app's progressing by the time you listen to this hopefully it is all online if not it will literally be days away but uh, until then next week we'll do another podcast only a few days from probably when you're listening to this so it's all systems go the season is upon us almost and uh let's enjoy this is a time to savor that is for sure and we'll talk to you guys after the trials this weekend uh next week bye for now